Welcome to episode 20 of Resonate Radio. This episode is a little bit different. This is from the summertime uh, when we were on Spotify's Green Room. We had the opportunity for our community to book takeover sessions, and one of our volunteers said, Hey, I want to have this conversation that should be done all over the world, and I'm willing to feel it out with y'all here. This is back in the summertime. As we can see, the music changed just a little bit. I encourage everybody, if you're consuming while listening to us, this is the time to do it. Roll one up, get the bong ready, and sit back and listen to this unique experience, unique uh, conversation between a mother and a daughter in the southern United States. It's just refreshing, to say the least. So. Let the music fly for a little bit here. Let you get in the zone. Thank you, Spotify's uh, playlist, for providing this for us, giving us a little bit of background. Without further ado, let's let the community bring the messages to you. And now I want to talk to my baby, Sweetum. My sweet and booty, sweet and beat him. Mommy, please. I'm going to the song real quick. Let me go to the song real quick. <laughs> baby, sweet and sweet and booty. Sweet and booty, booty. Hey, baby, sweetum. Hey, sweet and booty, booty. Hey, baby, <laughs> My baby used to do this little dance when she was like three and four. And she would turn up and sing that little song. She would get it, so... I knew she already had the energy. She is nothing but energy. So this is the thing. I just want to be honest and real about it because it wasn't a quick jump. It was a walk. Mm -hmm. It was a slow walk, a slow move, a dance, a journey, if you will. My baby always knew mama had to smoke it up. But before I even go there, I actually want to know if my baby sweetum, you just put in that subject line. I was like, what was that? You said Sprite bottle, what? Oh, Sprite bottle mask. <laughs> um, so um, Jared was asking everyone earlier, kind of like, um, you know how they make your own, kind of like your own bong. So I actually, I went to a kickback in my, my freshman year in college. And this guy actually passed me like a Sprite bottle, like cut in half almost for like a mask. And at the bottom, it was technically flipped the Sprite bottle um, around. So the top was actually at the bottom. And you would, I don't know what, I, I don't know what exactly he used to attach with it. I've been trying to finesse a, a, a um, duplicate creation of it, but I haven't <laughs> really perfected it yet. Um, but it's basically a mask. You put it up to your face and you just inhale. So the bottom of the mask, is a sprite bottle or a sprite top and he kind of like connected connected something i feel like jared would actually know exactly what i'm talking about that's why i, I put it in the chat um but yeah it, it's almost like a similar to hitting a bong okay. and then um i actually learned that through creating like a gravity bong that actually laid me on my ass pretty much um but yeah that's basically what it is it's just another way to to enjoy 
Okay, that's Enjoy beautiful. Your high. I appreciate mm-hmm. you sharing. So, family, this is what I want y'all to understand. Me and my daughter have never had this conversation. <laughs> Let me do it another way for you. My daughter and I have never had this conversation. We have had discussions about, I know you smoke it because you're making some brownies for me and my coworkers. These are yummy, baby. This is good. So it's been a conversation without really having a conversation. It's so, been passing of the blunt without really having the conversation about yeah. passing of the blunt. So that's speaking to each other in itself. But I thought it would be beautiful for us to share some things that we probably didn't know because we've not yet had the conversation. This is actually making us have the conversation, darling. You're making us talk about it because it was just, oh, this is an interesting journey with my child. So this is the first thing. I lost my grandfather. That's the person you guys have heard me talk about. He had 500 acres. He had a tobacco farm and he lost the farm. That's a battle in itself. We're not going to go deep into that, but he lost the farm and he was a farmer. So, you know, there's this deep connection to the earth that's in there anyway. You just want to let something grow. Why else but cannabis? (laughs) That's what we should grow. But at his funeral, that's where she and I first actually shared. It was, here you go. (laughs) My brother had a fit. Oh, how could you? How dare you? I'm like, I know you're not talking. As much as we used to smoke, and this is a sad situation, we need this right now. I feel like that day actually put me in a, in a situation, too, because um, I think I w- I'm, I'm actually 24. Um, I believe I was maybe, what, 21 when uh, great-granddaddy mm-hmm. passed? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is me kind of like in the middle stage of college, probably, what, um, a, a junior in college. I'm about to graduate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, um, after a funeral, typically the family go- gets together, joins at someone's home or someone's house, while we eat dinner or um, a feast over, you know, the just talking about the memories of the person who passed in your family. And while I am actually sitting at the dinner table, my mom's cousin, which is my second cousin, um, he rolled a joint. And for me, <laughs> for me, I've been smoking, honestly, mommy, I've been smoking since... Uh, About 16. I want to about about 15 16 15 16 mm-hmm. yes we're gonna we're gonna to touch base on that too we're gonna touch yeah. base on that too don't hear with your conversation <laughs> but um i he passed me the joint um my mom had just stepped outside so the only people who were around at the time that i was hitting the joint was um my uncles and my aunts it is for some reason um especially in the down south it is extremely taboo for, uh, I guess, your parents, people of, you know, the generation above you to smoke with you. So um, when my mom came back inside, it was just a moment of, um, I guess, yes, that was actually the first time we smoked with each other. And for me, it felt, I actually felt good that we actually, you know, climbed over a a uh, almost like a little small battle. I ain't even gonna say that it's been easy. Really? It was a moment that my mom acknowledged me as, you know, my own individual person. 
Like this is how I also cope with my own feelings and my own emotions. And at that point, she did not take that away from me. So it it was a battle. Um, it's still a battle with getting to other family members to accept that me and my mom have a connection where we don't see um, marijuana, cannabis as a, a drug like most people consider it to be. I honestly feel it as more medicinal than anything, um, than necessarily just um, labeling it as a drug or a street drug. But yeah, that's the start off, I guess, right there, Ma. You went deep. You, your voice got lower every time you were saying, yeah, you went deep in there and you got something. So this is the thing. I came up in a household where, with a Southern Baptist minister, you're smoking, you're cussing, you're drinking, you're going to hell. Hell, if you ain't sit down right, you're going to hell. So <laughs> you couldn't do nothing in the house. You had to follow the laws, the rules as they were laid down. So I'm thinking I'm doing everything in my life the way I'm supposed to do it. I smoke it on occasion, have a good time and enjoying it, and then go back to the little world that they're in. But you get to a place where you tired of straddling. <laughs> Fuck it, I smoke, baby, I smoke. I need to be able to relax, relate, release. Oh, it's so different to hear you say that. Oh, shake off my anxieties. Baby, you know what? My back and my neck are starting to hurt a lot more. I just don't talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Oh, that rod. Rod in my back. Oh, yeah. Take one hit. Oh. Just and get it. And it releases it's, it. And yeah. it helps. It honestly does. So I'm currently pregnant now. I'm seven months pregnant. So I'm actually in, in this room. And you guys are talking about you rolling up. You rolling a blunt right now or you're eating on an edible or you just had an edible <laughs> I am so envious because I'm actually in at the at the point where I'm like I'm not sure how you know weed or uh, marijuana is accepted for pregnant women so me and my mom were even having that discussion um mm -hmm. it was earlier today yeah. Um, about how you know she doesn't um, necessarily know how that would affect her grandchild um, how that would, um, you know, affect me while I am pregnant. But I honestly told her, I said, well, I honestly smoked up until four or five months and then I stopped. During the time, I was not um, keeping down foods. I was um, in the hospital a couple of times where they had to, you know, try to put some fluids in me um, where, you know, it would, I would at least stay um, a man of manageable weight while I was pregnant. So uh, my boyfriend, he said, you know what? Hit the joint real quick, just hit it. And after that, it was almost like I was craving almost everything under the sun, butter, pecan, steak, oxtails. <laughs> it actually made my um, hunger uh, go up. I actually wanted to eat something. Prior to that, I could not eat anything. I couldn't keep anything down. But I was talking to my mom again, just, you know, I guess for us, it's it's newer. 
Um, I am still young. She's been doing it for a minute. But even the... <laughs> I was 16. Yes, you've been yeah. doing it for just, a minute. And you think minutes. nobody would, didn't know you were doing it while we were growing up. But I, I knew what that smell was. Very potent. Very potent, especially at the family occasions. But um, the I want to actually speak on a little bit. I guess um, my mom first um, realizing that I was <laughs> smoking marijuana. The bong. Uh, the bong. The bong. So I'm sure everybody has had this moment with their parent where uh, we right now, um, I'm sure you've had this moment. <laughs> I actually had a glass bong and I actually don't know how I purchased this bong, to be honest. I was like, maybe I asked her. Yeah, I said, what? I said, maybe I asked her for the money and, you know, not telling her exactly what I was going to do with it. Again, I was 15. But I was able to get one of my friends who was older than me in high school to go with me to the tobacco store down here. I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. And um, she uh, purchased a bong for me. It was like, $60. I can't even remember. I do know it was a glass bong. So they were trying to, you know, talk to me about the differences in bongs where the, um, the, uh, I guess the, the hit was, um, more pure or would taste more pure. Um, but again, she found this bong in the bottom of my drawer in the closet. And Mama, when I came home, I think it was laid out on the bed. You laid it out on the bed. Yeah, I just wanted you to know that I saw it. Yes. So, so that wasn't, hold on. That means you come to me with the conversation. I don't have to come to you. You see that I have obviously found something. Now, come to me. Come talk to me. I did not. I did yes, not go to her. That's what that means, though. That's yeah, but I did not come to you. I simply took the bong off the bed, looked around like, did I do this? Because, again, I was high even that day coming home from school. So I was like, oh I know God. I didn't leave this Unbelievable. Out. Seriously? So, yes. So, you, it, <laughs> it didn't dawn like, on you at all that I no. was the person that... Wow. Mm -mm. That's how I knew I was gone at that moment. Okay, um, good. the story. <laughs> but, um... I put it back in a drawer as if like it was not left out for me to be seen. Like she didn't place it out. About 30 minutes later, she comes to my room like, you got something you want to share? You want to tell me? There you go. I said, mm. Now this is like the hardest part. I feel like especially um, uh, from a 15, 15, 16 year old. Um, what do you tell your mom? Like, how do you start that conversation? Like, I decided that I, you know, want to smoke marijuana. So <laughs> back then, it for me, it was just, again, it was almost like something that just made me vibe. Um, it made me more... It, this is against all of the social... Um, the social uh, stereotypes of it. They get, they get how the South is. But, yeah. but this is the thing, though. Cameron, think about this. I want you to really think about this. I'm thinking you are uh, observing. You know. I know you know. I know you know the smell. You come upstairs to the attic 
and we was just there smoking, you would smell I'm like, I've never thought I had to say. It's like, I know, I looked at you and there was this look of just fucking knowing like, ah, <laughs> I know what y'all doing upstairs. I know what y'all doing. I, I feel like we've had such this thing, this gift where we speak and we ain't said a damn thing so many times in life. Just like when you came back to the house, you looked and said, you ain't, you ain't got nothing to smoke. I'm, I'm, I don't know about what this you smoking. I don't know about this. You start rolling up, rolling it up. Did I ask you? Did we talk about it? No, it's all been action. We actually affirm each other by our actions. Our conversations, we're doing it right now, which is a beautiful thing. This feels great, but it's more, that's how we talk. The things that are the most significant, I left it on the bed. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You need to come on here and talk. I'm, what is she doing? I'm, I'm, I remember this. My version of this is I'm in there waiting. Like, I know mm -hmm. she don't think. Did she not see this? Okay, does she not want to talk about it? I know she know I know. I know she know I smoke. All right. Is she coming or not? It's almost a thing like I wanted you to understand because you've been in it. You learned everything from me by watching and observing. This would be the same thing. I'm thankful that um, we got through the bottleneck. Yeah. It was a space where it was open, but even then, baby, we didn't have any conversation. I didn't say yeah. no to stay in front of me. My brother may have looked all kind of crazy, but I let him know, look, she is needing this just like your ass do. Don't come with it, bullshit. <laughs> and you know, Aunt won't have it in no way. Anthony, oh Lord, mm-mm. I think it's more of, how would someone starting off that young, you know, open up that door for themselves to be, I guess, comfortable to talk? You know, how, how can parents be more, I guess, open like you are? Like, what would be the steps for them to take to be a, a lot more open-minded about, you know, their child smoking marijuana? Cameron, I'm gonna tell you something. A 14-year-old joined the call yesterday. Oh, he was so adorable. When he got on the call, he said, uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to be here. I don't know if it's supposed to be okay. And um, I think all of us intuitively knew like, okay, how old is this kid? <laughs> oh, this guy. And I think it, someone asked and he said he was 14. So I was like, oh, we're about to go down a little place that could be a little sticky. We gotta be careful because this is somebody's baby. This is somebody's child. So we all firmly and positively encourage him to learn more about it, to be informed even when he has the conversation with his parents so that he can actually make sense to his parents. If his parents comes with any issues or concerns, he already has the story ready so he can actually make sense of it for them because it may be difficult for the parent too. You know, we learn just as much from you guys. It's a two-way street. Even right now with this conversation I'm having with you with all these beautiful people in the first cannabis room on the green room. All these beautiful people. We're still experiencing the journey even now. But one thing is for sure, we've definitely got past the pace where we know that uh, you smoking, what you got? Come on back here, let's get it. <laughs> We're and, the, you know, I'd be telling you to cop, just, you know, cop yours from me sometimes. I just don't, I don't know. I don't know. You did. You, did you, have you told them about your, your plug? 
You know what? That was the se- that was the second day of this call. They all hung out with me from back <laughs> in the morning. I thought I've always <laughs> thought your club was extremely yeah. suspicious. All day, everybody enjoyed. I can feel their spirit because you know smoking is a spiritual thing. It's all a connection. You can feel the energy in it. So. You know, I'm listening to the conversation like, damn, when is he finally going to get here? Uh, 12.30 at night. So, that's why I knew I got to I gotta grow it. So, I'm open to any conversation you want to have about it. If there are questions, you got questions for mommy about, why, why did mommy start smoking it? That's are- actually what I was going to ask you. Why did you start smoking oh yourself? Isn't that something, family? They already know. So, Corey's a beautiful man. One of the first questions he may ask you is, what was your first experience with smoking? And then, what is it you're smoking and where are you from? You know, just to get to know a little bit about who you are when you join the family. And interestingly enough, mine was because when I had sex, it hurt. So, smoking weed allowed me to open, relax, and release and all of whatever that was that was there that was causing me pain it was gone so there are other gratifications where a woman's body maybe you have endometriosis which is you know what I was diagnosed with the curvature of the spine uh, curvature of the the womb can be you know a little crooked so your body responds a little bit differently weed relaxes that it makes it feel better same thing with having sex so that's where it <laughs> that's where your mama picked it up okay that <laughs> yeah you guys you should see my face right now because it's very different like okay, well, they, okay. They, are, they, right. already, they already knew though we already had the conversation so it ain't they're not going through nothing with hearing it they've already heard it before but this is the, the truth of it it was all about being comfortable, removing anxiety, having the ability to be in your own place, your own space, and feel it in that moment. If you're not able to enjoy the moment and relax through it, then it makes for a difficult moment to experience. Yes, because you can have a bad a bad trip if you're. I feel like if you're not mentally prepared for it, um, then your body isn't going to be prepared for it. That's just from my personal experience. My first couple times, I felt like I just it just immediately like my body wanted to almost reject it, and I feel like that's also because you know people around me, family, um, you know, society always um, drill down, you know. Like, don't do drugs type of commercials in school. So that always made me feel, at the beginning, a little bit hesitant to do it. Um, But again, when I became more spiritual, more aligned with myself, who I was as a person, and why I actually was doing this, um, which was for that that mental relaxation, um, it actually, despite what society says, it actually makes me focus during um, in college, um, studying, staying up. Um, I don't I, I, just staying up, being able to study instead of, um, you know, I, be, I forgot who said who was talking about it earlier where he used to take Ritalin 
Um, instead, he's the creativity. Yes, the creativity. So I am in communications at school, or I got my um, bachelor's degree in um, communications. And um, a lot of the times, my minor classes would focus around, you know, just graphic design, photography, um, web design, um, just a lot of uh, um, visual visual arts type of classes. So with the usage of marijuana, I was able to just, I don't know, it was zone in, focus. So for me, it was literally me escaping a little bit and going into my own, um, my own little reality of what was uh, safe for me, like my own little safe haven in my head. That's why I started it, um, especially when it dealt with school. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, I'm listening to where you were. Do you think I was unaware of what it may do for you? Do you think at any point in time I'm going, ooh, she's smoking weed. Mm, that's really probably fucking up for creation. <laughs> do you think I'm like, she's smoking weed. No, she shouldn't be doing it. But hey, whatever. What do you think I'm over here thinking? Do you well, think at the beginning, yes. That's what I did thought you were thinking. Um, you know we how- too um, much thinking. We should have done more yeah. damn talk a little bit but honestly you knew though you knew though you already knew okay so i knew that you knew that i was smoking right but i thought that i said she's never going to ever bring it up we're never really going to talk about it because she knows that i'm just not going to stop it's just something that i have adopted and i've been accustomed to so why stop so um it, it for me it was just I guess, again, I'm when I go over other uh, my friends' houses, they actually have to sneak. They have to <laughs> they had to sneak to go roll a joint, go roll a blunt, go make a little bomb. For me, I was always in the house. I was in the house doing it, <laughs> um, in my room. I was extremely comfortable. And I'm not gonna know. Stay with well, you. I knew that you knew. But, but I knew that you knew. Okay, but did I say, oh, no. I, this, no. Okay. No, you, no, you okay. didn't. So that's I, It's almost like how we don't go, you know, it's it's a little taboo for kids to go around and discuss, like, their sex life with their parents. Like, hey, ma, you know, I just, you know, went out and I had sex. So it was almost for me, like, well, it was the same thing. I'm not just going to come home and be like, hey, ma, yo, I just got high. Just smoked a couple blunts with my friends. I'm gonna go to my room and I'm gonna go chill. So like, for me, it was like, why do we have to have a conversation about it? You know that I do it. But and it was it was always on my face. You you could feel the vibe um, when I walked through the door. You could tell when I would get up and you know, a middle of the night, all the times and like grab a whole bunch of snacks. You guys, yeah. there was one point in time I think my mom genuinely knew because there was more snacks in the house than usual. <laughs> I my, think baby, my baby getting the munchies. Okay. The munchies, that, yes. That says I'm there for it. So this is the thing. We're having the conversation now. We've gotten over the bottleneck after we, you know, after we lost granddaddy. And I've come to your home and smoked with you and your boy. <laughs> Y'all trying to scoop <laughs> me up. Hold on, family, get this. The conversation I had with you guys about strains, I've had the same conversation with her. That's how I knew. I said, oh, they, they know what they're talking about because <laughs> I'm still learning. 
I, she says, what are you smoking? I'm like, I'm smoking some Skittles. <laughs> I'm doing, I know my stuff, you know. I, I know a, a name. So she smelled it. She says, uh-uh, I'll be right back. My baby walked outside. <laughs> she, she went to the car, came back, and she started rolling up. I said, well, okay, well, damn, I'm sorry. Let's put my little stuff I think up. I had, um, I think it was Sour Diesel that night but i do know that the skittle strands that's i I, i'm not really um too i don't i don't know i think it was just your plug i think it was just your plug because typically the skittle strand when i did go to las vegas oh man i love las vegas i love it i want to go to colorado next okay i'm sorry sorry (laughs) But yes, the Skittle strand. <laughs> the Skittle strand is an indica. Like, where was I? Okay, go ahead, sorry. So mm-hmm. the Skittle strand is like an indica. So I, I, I believe um, just the two of them, that, that was a strand that I actually stuck out with. It was just for me, mommy, it was too dry. It was not as, I don't know, it was, there's a certain you know taste that you get on that very first pool where it's just like oh yes so i i i don't know exactly what that strand was i'm not even sure if that was skittles to be honest you're making me feel bad about my little shit i'm sorry i told you i'm just keep it honest i want you to smoke the best the just oh, the best my baby you're gonna get me you're gonna get me right see 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 what yes. y'all doing you guys see I needed this. You know what? I needed this. My family helped me have this. Oh, I'm going I said go. we should try to get Uncle Mark in here since he's the one with the humidifier in his um garage. Oh, family. My brother has a humidifier in his garage because he's setting up shop and he's quietly doing it. And we all know what he's doing. But the That's thing not is, quiet at all. Yeah, well, we don't, but it's the conversation we're not having. It's like, ah, nah. Hold up, get this, fam. We had a, what is it, a Christmas get-together, you know, when COVID was really, really in a bad space. Not that it's not now, but just we were in a worse space. And no one was hanging out, spending time with each other. So we did the WebEx Christmas. My cousin Ronald <laughs> was over there rolling a blunt up Kimmy, where is he at? Remember he was rolling. He was rolling I think we were both we were both rolling a blunt, and it yep. was in front of Granddaddy. Yep, yep. So on it was a Zoom call. Was yes. it a Zoom call? Yeah. I think he's in Senegal. I'm trying to remember. He's where in he's, he's in Singapore. Singapore. I was like, where is he at? So mm-hmm. he was telling us about what kind of grade they get over there. And I'm looking at him like he is rolling a blunt. Understand, family? You got to get this. This is something that would never ever happen. Because here it's like, I know you ain't doing that. Now you're going to hell. I don't know what's wrong with you. So the fact that our family, and I'm having a drink, though. I'm I'm actually vibing because I was, again, dry. This is the thing. We have gotten to a space where my family is openly communicating it without saying a damn word. (laughs) There's still no talk and i think that's why cameron and i never really truly had what we call this vocal communication because we're about that action i was actually really surprised that you even sent me this link and found 
this uh, little green room here, the cannabis oh. maker. I was really surprised. I'm tired of the plug. I actually suggest. I actually suggest that for people who are trying to, I guess, connect with their parents more on a level where, um, I, I guess, where they're to be more accepting of you, you know, or accepting of the fact that you smoke uh, marijuana. Um, again, I would honestly invite them here to discuss more of the, um, cause some people are on a financial gain. Um, and then some others want to know more about the medicinal and health benefits of marijuana and how, you know, even I believe Duke down here, um, they actually did an article where they're actually doing a little bit more studies for, um, how marijuana can affect, um, mental health and benefit mental health. Um, people with schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, um, uh, borderline personality, having those conversations with your parents could possibly open up another door where it's not just about, oh, you're, you're on drugs, you're getting high all the day or whatever, or what, what that case may be. It will become more of a conversation about your health, your uh, mental health. Um, even about your spirituality, just opening up those doors could also help you try to connect with your parents. Um, especially when, if, if you come to your parents and I feel like, I feel like if I came to my mom with a business plan, like, Hey ma, I'm trying to actually open up, you know, a dispensary down here in North Carolina. When we get legalized, what are just for a business perspective, what are some things that I could possibly do or what's, what are some things that regard um that could be also a conversation starter um if you are having a little bit of trouble um i guess starting up that conversation with your parent breaking down some of those barriers yeah because you know parents want to help their babies they want to help the babies grow become independent doing their own thing so most definitely we'd ask for a business model and a plan yeah. <laughs> so, Cameron, mm -hmm. if you consider really the, you know, all of your family, both sides, you can honestly say you can see everybody's journey growing up in the family. Cousins. Oh, well, Daddy, you know, you know, Daddy did his own little dipping and dabbing in the um, <laughs> in the, the dealing of cannabis anyway. <laughs> so yeah. That's the um, back in the day day. Yeah, that's back in the day. This, this is the thing. I want us to have that conversation as well. And uh, we can pick that up this way. I have had this conversation to some extent with some of the family here, and I'm still learning more about it. You know, the situation with my cousins, the reason why they're not able to get a job or the corporate job or the industry standard job, why they've always had to figure out how to do some side hustle game. Do you know the reason? Let me guess. Um, maybe um, something that deals with um, a marijuana charge or a marijuana oh, possession good, charge. Good job. Good job. So, you know yeah. how that's part of stuff that I guess family hadn't even had a conversation about. So that stopped them from getting, well, you know, what we would consider gainful employment. That stopped them. And then they can't grow it because of those charges. 
So it's almost like they're saying, all right, you know what? We're going to make some money off of it, but we're not going to let you make none. Well, hold on. You need to drop these charges so I can get me a job, so I can get me a farm, so I can buy me what I need to go and get this business going. You can't stop me for some Trump charge you put on me that you now profited from. So that's the conversation. That's where I'm feeling it at. And I'm getting that there are still some people that are in prison waiting for the decriminalization to actually happen so they can actually get out on yeah, whatever. Get those, those charges dropped, yeah. Right. So I'm, I've learned more about that even in this space, you know, so I can go back and tell my cousins, you know, there may be some possibilities for you. <clears throat> it's just I would not have known any of this or learned any of this had I not found the first cannabis room on the green room. It wouldn't be there. It wouldn't exist. Well, I kind of just thank them for creating this, um, I guess, this room and this vibe, this energy where mother and daughter can also kind of like voice or share their own uh, journey to try, you know, finding that middle ground on, you know, just passing a blunt between each other. <laughs> I think I, you know, um, there are certain times where I feel like if I took my mama to Las Vegas, she probably would definitely be um, uh, more of a um, <laughs> what's the words that I could say we have some fun yes that's all I can say yeah. that's all I can say I feel like there are parts of my mom that I don't even get to understand or yet have grasped so just you know if if someone in here and your parent, you know, your parent smokes and you know that they smoke and you also are smoking and you haven't smoked with each other yet, you are wow. missing out. Yeah. You are definitely missing out. There are conversations that I've had with my mom that when my when I talk about it sometimes with my friends or they see the connection that we have, it's an immediate like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Your mom does what with you? Yes, we smoke with each other. Yes, we have created that environment where there's no judgment, there's no negative vibes or feelings towards it. It's all about love and accepting one another uh, on a, a totally different um, spiritual level. I feel at peace when I'm with my mom. Honestly, with anybody else that I've ever probably smoked with, when I smoke with my mom, it's like I, I, almost like another nurturing journey <laughs> in it's a sense. It's home. It's home. Yes you home we we smoking the home bringing us home that's what it is all love it's that spiritual place where you're just that connected you can feel it my baby sweet on my sweet <laughs> boo look you gonna help me grow these plants out here in this yard now i'm gonna tell you i said no <laughs> I, and what and what did i say earlier what did i say earlier i definitely will be there and if i have to spend the nights for a couple of weeks or something just to make sure Mm -hmm. That it's going well, I will yeah. do that. You gonna yes. you gonna you gonna show me where to where to plant it? You gonna show me what? See, I've got those three big those three big cans. I'm thinking I can use those. Like that I could think, be the. Hold on, because I am not a professional. That's why I'm in here with you to well, learn the process you know of that. The that only thing that I have attempted, you know, is making more so of edibles, which is why I was extremely interested in the fruit slabs and their podcast yeah. um presentation education um, education right yes I, I looked it up and i was like wow it's vegan it's a vegan product which is which is 
wow, it's, it's, it's healthy, it's organic. And then not only that, you have not, um, I believe it was, um, I was looking at their CBD because I was saying I could really find um, a way to market them down here in North Carolina because I don't think I've even seen their products here um, where we're at, even with the CBD. Is so, it? yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm here just to learn, just like you, Ma. I've, you know, made edibles where it's brownies, simple brownies, cookies. And they were yummy. They were yummy. See, they were so good. Yes. Yes. And and not only that, but you definitely will feel it after you have <laughs> eaten it. Yes. Yes. Um, I have um, ventured off and tried... They were talking about, I believe it was um, tincture oil, um, where I've even learned how to, I'm not even sure if this is the best process. This is not advice, you guys. I'm just sharing my process and my journey. So I was making uh, basically fecal oil, um, basically evaporating or uh, what is what is the what is the correct terminology for it? where you're basically um, getting the pure THC or the potent out of the weed. And then you actually have it soaked in um, uh, pure alcohol. So I was using actually, I think it's called Ever, Everclear. Have you heard of that, Mom? Wow, my baby freedom. Go ahead. I'm, I'm amazed. Go ahead, please. I don't know all the right terminologies. My mind is leaving me right now. Hey, hold on, um, hold on. In a second, family, at this point, if, if anybody knows what my baby sweet I'm talking about, just jump up off your mic and just say so. She is trying to get this word, and mama can't help her. I have <laughs> yes, no but it's, it's Everclear. Everclear, yes, thank you. So I was making thank with Everclear, right. and it's literally the whole entire process. I feel like I messed up so many times. I had to, like... Um, redo batches like twice because I left it out too long or I didn't let it sit enough. I didn't let the the alcohol evaporate all the way to get that core fecal um, oil. So just, you know, being in here, I feel like it would actually do me a little bit of good just to learn more of how to extract the proper way um, and even possibly showing my mom how to do it as well because what I am trying to do um, is just make a basically a maybe a body lotion um, something that's more uh, prone for like arthritis back aches joint aches which would actually go good for you mama you just said you was having a lot of mm -hmm. neck and joint pain my so, neck my back yes yes so yes there's like how they were saying <laughs> earlier there's other ways instead of just inhaling or smoking that you can get that effect of um, cannabis so yeah. I'm so yeah. proud of my baby, sweetie. You over there know how to enterprise. I sound like Grandma <laughs> Shirley. You know how Grandma Shirley started? Yes, mama. <laughs> That's a Grandma Shirley. <laughs> you know how to enterprise, child. You doing so good. Well, yeah, well, I, I who is my I'm mother? So proud you gotta of think about that. Who is my mother? Who's my mama? <laughs> exactly. And learn it. It's the learning process. But yeah, um, I, I guess I'm gonna let you just take the floor, Mama. Um, you kind of like invited me to the. You take the floor. Anywhere you stay put. Family, if anybody has nowhere. any questions, please ask away. I, it, the world is open. I don't care what you have on your mind or your hearts. Just say it. We're listening because we have definitely shared ours. Me and my baby Sweetum, puff puff <laughs> pass, baby. 
I think this is so interesting because my family is from Louisiana and like my mom knows I smoke but we don't talk about it <laughs> she doesn't smoke at all but like you know she knows she doesn't say anything and um the type of relationship that you guys have is the type of relationship that I had with my father and you know like we didn't smoke with each other but he would he would like leave <laughs> if I was like with my family and they were hanging out he would like leave and come back so I could like chill and hang out <laughs> and without the pressure so I think it's so funny that you guys have like kind of this similar thing I think it's a southern thing honestly because it was like my aunts and uncles that grew up in Louisiana they acted like everything was a process like no one was ready to hear like they smoke weed or you know they they drink or you know whatever and, and, you know, I mean, not drinking, but, like, excessively. Like, they wouldn't like for people, the older people, to know they like to party. You're right. And, You're right. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's funny. But hold on. I definitely I, agree I, with that. I'm still talking to you. Like, she, 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 oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> so, did you ever want to smoke with your dad or your mom? Did it ever cross your mind that dad would be cool if I could just have this conversation with them while I'm smoking on this sticky icky? That never crossed your mind? No, no, you know what? Okay, yeah, it it did. Um, My mom was a Playboy bunny. And so, like, because of that, and and she was a Playboy bunny in L.A., like, you know, she (laughs) had, like, been to the mansion. And um, I just, she always said she never did drugs, and I just never believed her. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, like, she always talks about these crazy-ass parties. And, you know, she'll say something crazy, and you'll be like, what? And she'll say something like, yeah, that used to be my roommate. And you're like, the thriller girl? <laughs> and so, you know, she says that she never did drugs. So my mom is, like, super square. And that's, like, who I lived with. Because my parents are together, so it's like, it, it was very strange because one was kind of cool and the other one was just like, she's straight edge. So, you know. <laughs> she said straight edge. Yeah. <laughs> no mistakes. Do it right. Do it right. <laughs> I feel you, baby. I feel you. I understand it. Uh, Cameron, what I was going to ask, Candice, do you think that if, you know, um, it... You said that your mom, she basically knows you smoke, but you guys don't talk about it. Yeah. Have you ever thought about having that conversation with her? You know, you've asked her about has she done drugs, but have you asked her about what does she like genuinely think about it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nah, like she knows. I mean, I know what she thinks. Like we've had, we had like conversations about like what are you doing today and it's like I'm going to the National Cannabis Festival (laughs) you know so it's not it's not we just haven't talked about it like that you know what I mean got you I got you the actual like physical act and I would never smoke around her 
you know? That was my next question. Would you yeah. have smoke around her? Is she open to it like that? But with your father, you said that he would leave and, you know, come back. Has there ever been a moment where you were like, Dad, you could just really just chill? Because I've smoked with my dad as well, which is crazy. I've smoked with both of my parents. But I've smoked with my dad as well. And that actually happened. Hold on, hold on. I'm just learning what happened just what now. Witness. We have never had that conversation. Trace, you telling me? Yes. <laughs> when, when did you start? When? You know what? I maybe just might be the spirit that just pulls people in to want to hit my blunt or hit my joints. I, I don't know. I, I smoke, yeah, I smoke with daddy. When I was married to your daddy, he would be all over my shit for smoking. I'm like, well, I'm going to smoke. <laughs> no, you he were... would ask me or Jason when we oh. go over that, um, um, when we go over, uh, when we go over his house, me or Jason, he would look at us and be like, did y'all bring something? Y'all got something. Uh, oh my goodness. Oh my yes. goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yes. But going back to Candace, has there ever been a moment where, you know, oh you just stopped your dad and been like, dad, you know, you can just, you know, smoke right here or chill. Um, have you opened, tried to open up that door with him? Uh-uh, uh-uh. In my family, they're very, like, don't be disrespectfully. <laughs> um, okay, so they find it as disrespectful. Yeah, like, you know, it's like you can drink, but, like, you bet not show your ass, you know? Like, don't be all sloppy. <laughs> okay, so that's where we are. That's the perception that we have to change. Mm -hmm. That speaks to the core of family. That's the building block. It has to start within the family unit. If we are disparaging the kids before and not allowing them the opportunity to grow and learn from it, we are stopping the opportunity. So that has to be from home. All right, family, any other questions you'd like to ask me or my daughter? Cheryl, I just want to say thank you. I actually smoke with all four of my kids. And it has opened up such great conversation, like you guys were saying. And I didn't grow up with that. Um, I feel like, you know, everybody who has the opportunity, who has kids, definitely include them. Let them know what's going on. Teach them about this plant so they're comfortable smoking with you when they're able to, when they're old enough. Um, I just, um, I'm happy to create the opportunity that, you know, when I'm gone, they'll have a lot to remember and laugh about instead of be sad. You know, it'll, it'll uh, create more stories for them. So I'm glad for this conversation. Oh, Leon, that's, that's my friend. He's such a sweetheart, just a beautiful spirit. Just encouraging. Thank you, too. Mm, I, I really I'm just love to listen and hear the relationship between you two. And it's just, it's just beautiful. Um, just to ha just to see our relationship, so I really I really appreciate this one, guys. Nothing nothing I can just say. Just want to express love and and thank y'all. Thanks, Elwood. I love it, baby. No problem. Anybody else before we come to the top of the hour? You know that I'll assume business. <laughs> I can give you guys another perspective on that. Is that like my parents are. Uh... They're very deeply conservative. They're military. They're they're like Christian. They're all over. Like they just they have a very big problem with it being illegal, even still. And so like I was stigmatized all the way through my childhood, all the way through my adulthood. 
it wasn't until my grandma actually she's now 92 or she's turning 92 in like another couple months but uh she at 87 i want to say she started having like um a bunch of different things i mean she's old is <laughs> basically what it boils <laughs> down to but but when when uh I mean, she started looking into CBD. It was actually my aunt who started looking into CBD for a lot of the stuff. She was having strokes, and, and that's what she was really trying to, to curb some of the, the – basically calm herself down from that because after she'd have the stroke, like, she'd just be – I mean, she had two over the course of, like, three years that just, like, really got her in a mental place. And it was funny because, like, they all knew that I was, like, the pothead of the family. And so, like, all of a sudden, like, it was around that time when she started expressing interest and all that stuff was when everything started to shift. Because out of nowhere, like, uh, they started, like, arranging with me to, like, send her, like, because CBD, you could get all sorts of stuff after a while. And I was, like, basically <laughs> mailing her a bunch of weed and I was laughing about it. <laughs> yeah, and then everybody started to kind of soften up on it. And she was laughing at it, too, because, like, it, CBD weed smells just like weed. So, like, I was teaching her how to make, like, butter and tinctures and shit. And the whole house is smelling like weed. And everyone just started to, like... <laughs> and it was fun for me because, like, it, it took her to, like, really, like, set the standard for everyone else to... Kind of, I mean, they're still all kind of, like, I'm not going to do it until it's legal. But, like, at the same time, like, they're they're not judgy anymore like they used to be. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful, baby. That is a beautiful story about your family. And to be in that space. Ah, grandmama over there rolling them up. <laughs> I know, dude. It's the craziest shit. Like, I love her so much because, like, that changed the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Everybody got to listen to grandma. That's what that is. They're like, well, grandma doing it. What's the problem? <laughs> you know, she runs the ship. And she's no stranger. I mean, she she uh, she grew up in Hawaii. She was a hula dancer and stuff. And like my my grandpa met her when he was a Marine stationed there during the Korean War. And so like every time she goes to Hawaii, she smuggles like pineapples and all sorts of just random. I mean, never drugs, but like she smuggles all sorts of shit that you're not supposed to be smuggling. <laughs> so she's very familiar with all this stuff. Like, so it's, I mean, she's already got the Scarface kind of shit going on. It's just for pineapples and Kahlua and things like that. B, you got one cool ass grandma, man. <laughs> it's like I was oh. like mama that's about to be you in like um three oh. months <laughs> you're about to be that grandma <laughs> oh I'm gonna be a grandma lord have mercy Jesus another baby sweetum <laughs> oh lord the world don't even know so it's actually interesting for me I'm gonna be like wow in 20 plus years I feel like one of my kids knowing who I am is going to gravitate towards you know, uh, the industry too, or the marijuana industry as well, and just be like, okay, I'm in it to win it. I'm here with you guys. <laughs> so, yes, you are going to be like that grandma Brian has. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. <laughs> You're going to be that cool ass grandma. Uh, thank you. That makes it feel so good because I'm getting there. <laughs> I've enjoyed talking with your family. Thank you for allowing my, me and my daughter the opportunity to share this space with you and you could be a part in hearing our journey. You allowed us to open up in ways we needed to do all along. Much love. Puff, puff, pass, baby. Corey's time for reset. Holy. That was something else. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time and going through that for everybody. I uh, chat has been going absolutely crazy. 
<laughs> Everyone just sitting back, listening, appreciating the vibes and the conversation. Thanks again. Uh, do that anytime. A hundred percent. Do that anytime. You are more than welcome to come through. so much really do appreciate everybody for taking the time and coming to listen getting a little insight to where this podcast was in the summertime and i'm excited to bring some of those moments to you all we have quite a bit of content that's in this vault quite a bit of content i thought that this was the right way to uh, end off the year we have one more podcast coming through be a year-end wrap-up talk a little bit about what we have coming forward highlight some of the cool things that we did throughout the year really excited to bring that through to you all in the meantime spotify has opened up the review process you can give us five stars four stars three please five though that would be great leave that review on spotify go take a moment and go over to apple and wherever you find this podcast, it has been a whirlwind of a 2021. And again, I appreciate everybody's support. Follow us on Instagram at Team Resonate for all the latest and greatest that happens over here. Thanks again to all our participants for the Sticky Icky and the Family Perspective from the Southern United States of America. It is a true pleasure to bring perspectives all around the world to everybody and I can't wait to do that again next year have a wonderful morning day evening whatever time zone you are in and we'll see you on the next episode of resonate radio thank you everyone <laughs> <laughs>